Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Hi, I'm Kim Marcellus, Senior Editor of McKnight's Long-Term Care News. Today, we're here to talk about a new staff position at Lutheran Senior Services in Missouri. It's a position that's pretty uncommon in long-term care. Joining me is Adam Marles, President and CEO of the not-for-profit LSS, which serves more than 13,000 people annually through its life plan communities, affordable housing, and other senior services. LSS also has about 3,000 employees, and we're going to be talking today about one very specific new employee. So thanks for joining me, Adam. Happy to be here. Thanks. So earlier this month, I wrote a short story about the appointment of Beth Russert, who is the first chief experience officer at LSS. Sort of a big title, and it sounds like a lot of big responsibilities come with it. So let's start by discussing what a chief experience officer is and what Beth will do in her new role. Yeah, so as you said, this is a new position. And technically, she will oversee three departments. She'll oversee human resources, marketing, and mission integration, which is our chaplaincy and faith-related components. But the essence of the job is to make sure that someone has a specific role dedicated to making sure that regardless of how someone comes into contact with LSS, their experience leaves them really feeling our mission and our purpose. So we we're really looking at culture in a big way right now. And so we wanna make sure that people are feeling fulfilled by their experiences with LSS, that they understand our purpose. And her job is to make sure that regardless of how someone touches us, whether they're a resident or a client or a staff member or a family member or someone out in the community, that they get that and understand who we are and what we're about. So tell me a little bit more about the idea of putting all of this responsibility in, in one individual's hands. I, I think a lot of places, communities try to do something similar, but maybe uh, portions of that expectation are with different job assignments. So maybe somebody in HR handles that for staff. Um, there might be a community liaison. Why did you want to kind of appoint one person who will oversee this across your brand? So much is changing in our field right now. And to get ahead of all those changes, we need to be thinking differently, right? And so for me, if if everything is siloed and, and only HR is responsible for uh, really taking a hard look at a team member's experience, for instance, then I think we miss something. Because ultimately, a team member's experience isn't just informed by their work. It isn't just informed by their executive director if they're in a community. It's informed by everything that happens around them. And so having someone who doesn't have it as a piece of their job to look at the experience, but has it as their core uh, focus, their core purpose, means that they're going to look at it through a different lens. And one of the things that I'm really excited about with Beth, who's, who's in the role, is that she's coming from outside senior living. And so not only is she uh, coming with this lens to look at things differently and look at it very holistically, uh, which I think is the big differentiator, but she's coming at it fresh in many ways. And so having that opportunity hopefully will mean that we're spotting things and seeing opportunities for improvement that we might not have otherwise. And so I imagine she'll design some programs and some outreach that, again, touches all those different uh, people, different groups within the umbrella. So tell me a little bit about how she's spending her first couple of weeks and, and what your early goals are for her and, and for this role. 
So immediately she's, she's diving right in, getting uh, on the ground, spending time with staff and residents at all of our different communities and all of our service lines. But ultimately, her big three priorities coming out of the gate, number one, is taking a really hard look at our values, making sure that the values that we put out front are reflective not only of who we are, but who we aspire to be. And then finding ways to make sure that not only do our team members and our residents and the people we touch know the values, but they understand how we're able to hold each other accountable to them as we try to build the culture that we'd like to build here. The second piece is retention. Obviously, workforce is the number one challenge for so many of of us in the field right now. For us, uh, making sure that we bring in great staff is one thing, but we need to do a better job of making sure people feel like they belong, they want to stay not only in the field, but with us for the long term. And then the third piece is really taking a look at brand and making sure that our brand reflects the promise that we want to make sure that people feel. And so there's no better place to put that with than with experience. So what some of our audience might not know is that you are also fairly new to LSS. I believe you started fall of last year. Is that correct? I did November 1st. It'll be one year. Okay. So happy anniversary, a little ahead of schedule, but also, you know, I, I think this outside the box thinking when, whenever you have new leadership, people want to come in and, and try to make a mark. Uh, like you said, there's so much going on in the sector right now, so much change. Do you see this as, you know, a, something unique that you're bringing to LSS? And if it is pretty unique, can you tell me a little bit about how you researched what it should be or, or kind of the influences on, on how you envision it? To the best of my knowledge, it is very unique in our sector. I think that there are, are, as you said, people in organizations that have a component of this as part of their job. They might be a chief people officer or they might have experience as part of their role. But to bring multiple different disciplines under the role, I think, is pretty unique. And I really think that this is going to be a game changer for us. We've got an environment where our consumers are changing, obviously, very quickly. Our hospital partners and payers are changing the people who work for us and with us are changing. And as all of those expectations evolve, thinking about holistically how we can improve, not just the way we do things and the work that we do, but what what people feel like as they experience all of that, I think that's going to make us stronger for the long run. It's also going to hopefully really embed a sense of trust and empowerment within all levels of our organization that's going to drive innovation. We want to make sure that we're hearing ideas making sure people feel valued and respected. And the more that they feel like they're part of something bigger uh, and really deeply hold that feeling, then I think our organization is going to be better for it. And so hopefully this is an experiment that, that then is successful and can be replicated. That's my expectation. But with, uh, with trying any new thing, you just never know. And so we'll see how it goes. Terrific. Well, I'd, I'd love to check in with you, you know, maybe in a year or so and let us know how the vision is taking shape. And who knows, like you said, maybe we'll see a wave of chief experience officers popping up in long-term care. I guess you have to be careful. There's kind of two CEOs now at LSS. I, uh, I had to be very careful here as I uh, used my words uh, appropriately for your titles. So that's going to bring us to time today. Adam, thanks so much for sharing the details about your new program with us. I'm Kim Marcellus with McKnight's. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit mcknights.com.